Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Pinjara tomorrow. It's a really good meeting. Looking forward to the card there. Riley Morgan joins us because it's Magic Millions two-year-old classic day at Pinjara Park. Uh, Riley, good morning to you. Good morning to you, Gareth. And just firstly, Gareth, before we get stuck into Sunday's card, I, I just wanted to, to send my thoughts and best wishes out to, to Dean Lester's family, his colleagues, and to everyone at RSN after the racing world lost a, lost a giant overnight. It's it's not a world I've been involved in for too long, but it, it is one that I do really love, and Dean epitomised that, and quite frankly, It'll never be the same again, but all the same, a great legacy that the uh, the great man leaves behind. Now, well said, Riley. You would have heard him in Perth on Tab Radio. Um, he was a regular on there on Friday and Wednesday as well with his tips. And I think he wrote a, a regular column there for the Tab Touch website, which is the local tote in WA. So um, he was in Brisbane as well. He had a spot on, on Sydney Radio. So um, the racing industry right across the country knew who Dean Lester was and as I said before to Semi Highland, I think the greatest legacy in listening to the tributes and reading the tributes for the great man this morning is that he's inspired youngsters like yourself, Riley, to get into this game and, and tip horses for people out there. He sure did. And I know, Gareth, I learned a lot listening to him doing the halftime reports every Saturday morning on, on Tab Radio as well, another sort of segment he did week to week. And and there was never any ego involved. He had terrific insight and was great learning to absorb uh, anything he had to offer in the yep. short time I did get to listen to him. He would love you tipping a few winners on a um, Saturday afternoon there at Pinjarra Park. And he'd probably even love you more if you could tip a few of Simon Miller's horses. Um, what are you thinking, mate? We go to the first, Gareth, on the, uh, on the program. Race number one, horse number two here. And it has been a little while between drinks, but Steve Wolf and Sean McGrady are absolutely flying at the moment. And Export Man, to me, looks like a horse who, who's ready to win again. He, he comes through what I suggest is by far the strongest form race for this behind Halatorian. He, he finished off massive there. And he didn't have a great deal of early speed, but he never does and, and never has in his career. And... But once he balanced up, he, he savaged the line in easily the best last 200 metres of that race into third. And we've seen Halatorian more than frank that form by running a very brave third in a very strong Cyril Flower behind a couple of genuine top liners in Sniparucci and, and My Bella May last weekend. And there looks to be some really good tempo here. He should love the big, long straight that Pinjara presents him. And I think if Sean McGrady can get him into that three-wide moving line building into the corner, he looks ready to break through again. We had the Wolfman on getting up yesterday for the stable and he's a good judge, Stevie Wolf. He was at Albany and he seems to have well and truly got his stable back on track. He went through a little bit of a lean patch. He was flying before that. Then he went through a lean patch. But now he's, as you pointed out, he's he's just um, back to his very best, Stephen Wolf. And Export Man's won a Magic Millions and a Karakata. They're the only two races that he's won. But I agree with you. It looks like it's his day there tomorrow. Um, the son of playing yeah. God. 
Yeah, just as a result of those two wins, Gareth, he's just been weighted out of races since his two-year-old sort of since his two-year-old season. But on the weekend, he's finally he's dropped points, he's dropped points, and he's finally found another really suitable race. I think to finally break through again. All right, mate. What else are we doing there at Pinjarra to, on a Saturday? I've really liked one in race four, and before we do race four, we'll go to my best in the eighth uh, as well, the feature of the day. But race four, the price has gone off overnight, and I thought I'd really found one here and in Blow Me Out. I thought it was way over the odds at around that sort of $18 mark, $16 mark last night. But that price has now gone off. She's into $10, which is still still technically a bit of value with how sh- as short the as short as I've marked her, but I loved her first up effort in that same form race behind Halatorian. And she really, she began on terms with the rest of the field there, but was just made to really snag early from the gate. It looked as though she was going to be caught wide and she ended up last and had to really do plenty of work from the 800 to the 400 to be put into the race. And despite that, I love the way she cut through the field late without a great deal of room to perhaps peaked on a run over the last 100 metres, but I thought she was entitled to, given the run she had, and she should derive great benefit from that run under the belt, and no doubt in my mind she has been set for this race, being Pinjarra Magic Millions meeting for, for Brett Pope, who who's the local trainer. He trains out of Pinjarra, and I think she can certainly sit much handier here from the draw. She's got a terrific record at the track, and I thought she was a terrific each-way bet, and she's still very much each-way odds there at around that sort of $10 mark. So blow me out ten dollars, seventeen into ten. Pope Lucy Warwick, race four, number five. And what do you like in the feature race then? In the feature race eight, the Magic Millions two-year-old classic. And for me, I thought the best two-year-old trial that we've seen here in WA this season produced the best two-year-old trial for this race on debut. Quite simply, in Super Smink, the the filly for Dan Morton and. What she was able to produce on debut when third behind the favourite, a lot of good men, was just, I thought it was a terrific trial in preparation for getting her to this race. Second up, she she trialled like a bomb prior to that effort. She she actually began there much better than the eventual winner did, the favourite, but from barrier 14 to 14, was just made to really drop out the back with a lot of good men having that real tactical barrier advantage. And the way she got home was outstanding. And you'd think from barrier five, drawn the inside of the favourite, she's going to be afforded that opportunity to position up a lot closer to them on the weekend. And while I don't doubt a lot of good men has plenty of quality, I just think... For me, she looks one of the better bets of the day. I really think this filly has star qualities from what we've seen so far and is going to be a force not only on Saturday but progressing to races like the Karakata if she can say stay sound in the future. Super Spink, race eight, number nine. Um, blow me out, an ex-sport man, your best on a big day there in, in the West for Magic Millions Day. Love your work, Riley. Thanks for that, mate. Appreciate your time as Beautiful. always. Thanks, Gareth. He's a good young man, Riley Morgan, kicking plenty of goals. We'll take a break. We'll come back and we'll preview some great action at the trots at Melton and Menangle on a Saturday night.